Hello. Hi, y'all. Happy Thursday. Happy March. Happy, happy Women's History Month. Come on now, like all of that. And happy best month of the year, March being, you know, as March as it could possibly be. Why? Because your girl, okay, it's my birthday coming up. It's next Tuesday. So by the next time that we'll be seeing each other, I'll be a year older. And I'm actually getting excited about it. I ain't gonna lie. There might be a lot. <laughs> I think um, this energetic, this uh, revive, simply because I actually had a nap today, y'all. Y'all know I'm a napper. I'm a professional napper. And I have not had one of those. Um, so today I had me a good old one. I mean, drooling all, like in my mama bed. It was, it was good to me. Um, I digress. Again, happy Thursday. Welcome, welcome back to another episode of of the B-Mix right here only on BeExposedRadio.com. You already know who Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time are for. Everyone, the unseen, the unheard, the overlooked, the forgotten, whether it be the forgotten part of you or for the person that does not belong anywhere, me, be so welcome. Um, and before I even get into our moment of a history of racial injustice, I want to give a good, good shout out to uh, one of my sister-in-laws. Happy birthday, Tisha. Sydney say happy birthday. Okay, never mind. She was close. It's Aunt Tisha. She get to call people names like she be hunger. Okay, we're gonna call her in a bit so you can actually sing to her. So we didn't get a chance to call her before I started the show. We've been on a move. I've had my roller skates on. Um, but yes, today is March third. Welcome on into this place. We're gonna get into some things. Um, because we just gonna get into some things. Do I have to explain that now? I hope not. It's fine. It's fine because our topic being the process is inevitable. So, I mean, you got the process is going to process while it process through the process. Okay. So listen, sometimes you get a chance to explain it. Sometimes you don't want to explain it and okay. Right. Just, uh, okay. That has truly been the sentiment that I've had toward my birthday. So that's why I said my excitement right now is really thriving from the fact that I had a net, not necessarily like, hey, it's my birthday coming up. Because surprisingly, as much as I'm always so crazed over my birthday, it's the only time of the year where I allow myself to be the little bratty me, the little small part of me that's bratty. I know it's hard to believe. I know, calm down. Um, but yeah, so I kind of embrace the brat side of Vinia uh, around circa <laughs> March 8th. Um, and then I get over it. So it's fine. But um, yeah, for whatever reason this year, I'm just like, eh, okay, it's coming. Still have no plans. None whatsoever. Have uh, some sensitive plans. Um, and I'll just really see how I feel that day. <laughs> like, uh, I digress. Okay. So on this day, again, brought to us by an equal justice initiative, EJI, a history of racial injustice. On this day, March 3rd, 1819, Congress creates fund to civilize Native American people, okay? And civilize, okay? On March 3rd, I'm sorry, 1819, the US Congress enacted the Civilization Fund Act, authorizing the president in every case where he shall judge, and this is quoted, in every case where he shall judge improvement in the habits and condition of such Indians practicably, I'm sorry, practicable, um, to employ capable persons of good moral character, to introduce to any tribe adjoining a frontier settlement the arts of civilization. I'm sorry, I, I low-key smoke, okay. 
Anybody else calling B? Okay. The fund paid missionaries and church leaders to partner with the federal government to establish schools in Indian territories to teach native children to replace tribal practices with Christian practices. In 1824, the federal government established the Bureau of Indian Affairs to oversee the fund and implement programs to civilize the native people. In the following years, as the U.S. System systematically removed, um, yeah, I thought I was going to say systematically, but anyway, uh, systematically removed tribes from their homelands to land west of the Mississippi River, the U.S. turned to policies um, purportedly aimed at achieving the great work of regenerating the Indian race. And that is actually quoted, like that's, that's verbatim regenerating the Indian race. Hmm. Whew. According to Indian Commissioner Luke Lea, and I hope I pronounced that correctly, that's Luke, L-U-K-E, last name L-E-A, so I'm assuming that's Luke Lea, it was indispensably necessary that they be placed in positions where they can be controlled and finally compelled by stern necessity until such time as their general improvement and good conduct may supersede the necessity of such restrictions. Over the ensuing decades, the U.S.'s orientation to Native peoples changed from um, adversarial, excuse me, to um, paternalistic, focused on killing Native American culture. I have... No, I can't say never. I think in a while, I have not read something that made my own mouth feel nasty because I was spewing out such BS. Can I say that? Is that all right? Um, I hope anyone out there, I hope you received that well. Uh, what? <laughs> America. Okay. I ain't gonna get into it. We just feel like we just have to just, and I'm saying we because I am an American. Um, and so it is, it is uh, the people, the governing system that represents us people that are uh, residents and, and citizens of this here great country. So you say we, stop feeling like, you know, I get it, you know, no, my ancestors, you know, uh, we're not originally from here, right? So yes, I can say, you know, I'm not from here, got it. Uh, but we are from, I was born here. I was born on U.S. soil. I'm a U.S. citizen. Um, and can actually have some pride in that. Yeah, I know that one. That's, that's one to choke on a little bit. I get it. Somebody just spit a little water out somewhere and that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Um, you're allowed to though. So just don't don't get that, that twisted. Um, and, and you still have every right. And it's, it's if you wear, follow what I'm saying. If you wear the pride, loosely use, utilizing that term for right now, if you wear the pride of, you know, where you're from, where you were born, where, you know, you currently reside, if you wear that pride enough, like just, just as is, it doesn't have to be overly prideful. It doesn't have to be like, uh, that's when I think that it can be more and well received if you not necessarily bash it, but if you speak against it, like if you just do not agree. So there are a lot of things, you know, within America, 
<laughs> that I do not agree agree with. And I think that it's more it's well received when I speak of it. And, and it could be just me making it up, but I don't think I am. Um, because I, I still know and where the pride of like, I, I'm an American. Right. I'm not. It's a difference of, oh, I'm not really American. I'm not really from here. And I can't believe that they do this and they want to be in this business and they want to civilize Native Americans. Like it's it's not really in my opinion. Uh, it's not really a, a strong leg to stand on. Right. When you speak against something, when you identify with it, identify as an American um, and yet, you know, speak against it and then bash it like it's just it's it's, it's only a, a double triple negative like woo what are we what are we doing here right um double negative at least cancels out into a positive but a triple negative gets you what back to a negative for my for my nerds out there you're welcome um and so with this being said of uh, even the forcing of like okay let me let me go to on another on another note under this same um moment of where oh, i wanted to quote it exactly there it is so where it speaks to that here's a fund that paid missionaries and church leaders. Um, and y'all know I'm a strong, firm believer, firm believer of the Lord, firm believer of Christ Jesus. I love the most high God. I know and truly believe that the only way to get to him is through Christ Jesus. So there's no question there. And I am also very I'm human, right? So I'm, I'm spirit first. I'm flesh. Secondly, I am human. I am an open-minded human. That's the good thing about me, right? Um, that I can hear and speak to. So just because I have my firm, matter of fact, that actually proves my point. Now that I'm thinking about it, thank you. Um, it proves my point that because I at least am firm somewhere, instead of just loose of like, oh, you know, I don't know what's true. I don't know. I don't know. And then trying to bash something else. It's like, well, what? what's your foundation? Where are you coming from? Like, what, what, no, um, you have to land somewhere first in order to be able to bounce off of something. Right. And so, um, with, with that being said, I, I can say all that, uh, I say all that to say, to get to this point of, of that, um, why this is just so disgusting. Uh, and having read this honestly for the first time to you all, <laughs> I hadn't read it before. And usually I pre-read it. Um, and I did not, and so I just, I feel disgusted repeating it, um, that they saw the need to, and remember I already gave my disclaimer, I'm a firm believer in Christ. I understand the mission, right? It is to go out um, as, a, as a Christ believer. It is for all of us as believers to go out and to spread the great gospel of Jesus Christ. That is what we are to do, right? Um, so I'm not bashing that. I want to be very clear. This here though is something different. <laughs> um it is really it's funny i don't know money i don't know like as i was reading this i was like wow we were just really kind of talking about this um of how folks right so people you know as humans as humans as humans will do uh will make it about themselves and in in doing just that right that decision where you that moment where you decide to make it about self um and to take it off of god um even if you think you're doing it in the name of god is wrong, right? So here it is, great old America back in what, 18, it said in 1824, um, or around, around about that time, I guess beforehand, it was the federal government established the Bureau of Indian Affairs. First of all, it was already, it's already ignorant. So even keep reading that they refer to them as Indians, it's just Lord have mercy. Um, and so you have somewhere in the article, in the, in this piece, 
that is referred to as Native Americans. And I know that's no dig on EJI. They're actually reporting out of how things were stated uh, for that time. So I get that. And so where here are missionaries and church leaders, you know, um, they're paid uh, to partner with the federal government to establish schools in Indian, uh, Indian uh, territories to teach Native children to replace tribal practices with Christian practices. That is where, and I don't, I don't even, usually I would be the person like, well, what exactly, which practices, you know, are we talking about when say if, if, and I mean, if, as I do not know this, if a practice was to, you know, just cut off, I don't know, cut off a foot while somebody was running by. Okay. Not too mad at that practice <laughs> being replaced. Right. But we don't know which practices were. And true, quite frankly, I, I, and I will say this, I don't even care which practices um, that they felt as though were uncivilized. Um, because our, I'm lie, part of my brain right now was thinking about the movie Pocahontas. So y'all just bear with me. Um, but, you know, just where they, you know, wanted to call them barbarians. And um, because of, oh, I'm trying to think of an example of something that they did. And it was like, okay, that's how they were. Okay. With their language. Uh, okay. You know, with how they dressed. Okay. Like. It's uncivil, okay, to y'all, because it's different, right? So then it's about how we're defining that. And so where it ties into about the process being inevitable as our topic for tonight, it, I mean, that stretches across so many things. We really touched on this topic before um, using different words of just how you are being you know, worked through, how life is happening around you. And so do you decide to allow it just to happen to you in times where it gets to be too much it's easy to let life just happen to you like look, whatever's happening outside of my little bubble and even in the bubble I'm just let life happen um but we know that the overall goal is to not even necessarily to take control but to be a very active participant in the life that's happening around you so in your own life, in the change that is happening to you, with you, because you are part of your own change, excuse me, the change that's happening to those around you, closest to you and those that you love, to the change that is happening out in this world. That's why I love the the, um, the coin phrase of be the change that you want to see. I love that. I don't even know who the initial, you know, author and who's to get credit for that, but I just, I, I did it to each of them. Uh, it might be a few of them. Um, and so I, it's, it is vital, crucial, imperative. I implore you <laughs> to take a step back from what life looks like right now in order to truly evaluate, to assess, to for at the bare minimum to familiarize yourself with whatever process you can, can, can like scope out, right? Because there are different processes, you know, they're different or more so there's the process, just whatever it is, just like saying them, right? So there's the process. And so there are different phases and stages of said process. Where are you in that? There's no one to tell you like, okay, the process, listen, you go from this to that. Decide, you know, you're you're in the womb, you come out of the womb, you're an infant, you're a toddler, you're an adolescent, you're a teenager, you're an adult, you're an elder. Like, that's about it. That's about all I can tell you. And I don't know about y'all, that's, that's pretty skeletal, if you ask me. Like, that's pretty vague. Um, and so 
the meat and potatoes within that is, is what you have the like the beauty of life is finding out you know and, and walking through just that all that in between the muscle and the meats and the 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 skin you know to it all like you're growing from the inside out as you walk through life and this process is just that a process it i mean shoot I mean, we can call it life, but for real, for real, whenever I hear the word life, I just think of the word process. Like, you know, if someone says, oh, it's a beautiful life you have here, it's a beautiful process you're having, or I'm seeing it, it, I translate it to, you know, again, if someone was to say like, you have a beautiful life, right? Um, and I'm pulling that when I decided my neck, because I don't think anyone said that to me anytime recently, but whatever. Um, and so I, I, what I hear though is, you know, I'm seeing the beauty in your process. I am, or I have just bear witness to, you know, a beautiful part or a glimpse of the, the beauty, you know, within your process. Like, I don't see the ugly. Okay, so let's get down to that part of a lot of people don't see your ugly. And then if they do, that's where a lot of our hurt comes from, from the folks that do see our ugly and decide to, you know, do without that. Do away with us because they have seen our ugly, right? Okay. Here's your pizza, but we expose your ugly. Be exposed. Welcome to beexposedradio.com. Um, wear that. Wear your, I'm supposed to say wear your expose. Wear it. Wear it. Wear your transparency. That is my charge to you tonight. Okay? Wear your transparency. It is such a beautiful, as we're talking about the beauty in the process, it is such a beautiful reward and a benefit to wear your transparency, to be vulnerable, to, to show up for yourself and to gain the confidence and the, the backbone to, to be just that, to be transparent, to be vulnerable, takes so much strength. We have said this on the BMX so many times that I won't stop saying it. I need you to hear that. I need you to grasp that. And sometimes it takes us to hear it a lot, a lot of the times. <laughs> and I will be, I will try to be a part of the lot of the times that you need to hear it. Because I plan to say it a lot of the times. Uh, like, it, it's okay. It's totally okay um, to, to, be, to, full, to, to be you to the fullest. It's okay. I'm, I'm here to tell you that. And a part of you being you to the fullest is the ugly part. Uh, is the, you know, the part we snatch away you know, so the folks that say they won't answer the phone unless for certain, and I'll be mean, very, very few, you know, folk it, with their wig cap on. Okay, listen, you're gonna get me. You're gonna, you're gonna just get me. And it, you might, if you, you, you're blessed if you, I guess, keep catching, you know, the parts of me that you want to see of like, oh, I got your hair down. Or you don't look like trash today. Like it might be just for that week, but maybe at some point I'm getting back to it. Like you gotta catch me. It's, it's inevitable. <laughs> it's inevitable to catch Benia in her vulnerability, in her vulnerable state. It's inevitable to catch Benia in her transparency. And I'll tell you, it's because of the reason why I push for us, right? And for each of you to, to do the same is because I, I am a living witness and I live the benefit of doing so every day, truthfully, right? And so if I really take the time here to like carve out each part of my day, at least the repetitive parts and then the, the isolated and unique scenarios and situations that come up that show me that 
you know, it's a benefit. Um, we'd be here literally all night, right? Because it would take, you know, one, it would take me to recall, then to organize my thoughts and then to articulate them and share them with you. So it would be a while because it's a process, because it's inevitable. Come on now, y'all get it, catch it. So without doing that though, without taking all of that time, because Moni would cut me off anyway, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> but, you know, one of the, one, prime example would be to share with you what I did today. Why I even have one like close today. I promise I, it's like this V-neck is really not, it's only you eating your vegetables, good job, smoochie pooch. Yeah, strong, strong. She's like, it's, it's a big thing now. She loves it. Louisa, Louisa ate all her veggies and that's how she was, the, she was able to be so strong. Uh-huh, but she was, she was strong and she was strong because she ate her but she had her veggies. I almost dropped my phone while I was being a mommy on the show. It's just, y'all gonna get it. That's right. That's right. Good job, baby. Um, yes, you like your broccoli? Yes. Yes, your broccoli. She's talking to her broccoli. That's right. I, look, I ate all of my broccoli, all of my carrots, all of my, all of my snack peas. You want to see my muscles? Oh, look. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Call this drama. Um, it's fine. And so <laughs> there you have it. We get to just live there. Cause I, I will say this that um earlier on in the show, I used to, I just recalled this with my other sister-in-laws. I know I shouted one out today. And so I was talking to my other sister-in-law recently, I think last week when we were at my nephew's birthday party. Um <laughs> and I, I don't know for however whatever oh because I was on a Thursday that's why I was late y'all remember and um we talked about the fact that I used to go like above and beyond to make sure like oh I gotta get my daughter Sydney I gotta someone has to keep her because it has to be quiet it has to be this and then I just grew into my my comfortable skin right because um, I think there's the outer layer of skin right so there's this but then my inner because there's seven layers of skin we get that and so one of the layers inside i ain't really compartmentalized and thought all and, and analyze all of that but one of the inner layers of skin i believe is like it's your comfortable skin like at some point it's probably right in the middle like it's not the very first layer of skin because that's like the eh, right on the inner side um but right in the middle that was a seven so that number four right yeah five six seven boom right foot in is three uh three two one and so i think number four <laughs> Because my brain has to has to break all of this down right now. So again, y'all getting a glimpse into my brain. Um, but you know, is it, that is that comfortable skin? And I think that is the skin that I always bypass. I try to get straight out to the outer layer of skin and just try to build this. And my, my we're building from the inside out. Um, and and to skip a to skip a step when the process is inevitable, does nothing but serve as a detriment to your overall progress. As the process does what it's supposed to do because it is inevitable, or does what it's going to do because it is inevitable. The benefit, of course, is, you know, being able to evaluate and to mark your progress. Your progress is supposed to come. It is supposed to be a part of life. You are to, you know, progress forward. Like, and as redundant as it is, like, that's what you're supposed, you ought to do. You should, right? Remember we talked about uh, removing should and me having a case of the shouldas um, and removing should from our vocabulary, but you ought to. You ought to be able to look back, you know, from day to day, moment to moment, truthfully, 
you know, if it's something as small as, you know what, y'all, I would have cussed y'all out in, in traffic yesterday, but here I am today, just okay, on the same road, same part of the street, and I am, if it's that, that alone is something to mark your, uh-oh, did you knock over your juice? Okay, good job, be careful, please, you drinking your water? Is it empty? All right, good job, good job. Um, and so, where was I? Oh, like to, so to skip a, a step that feeds, you know, your, your progress. And we don't even know, again, for the, for the nerds and geeks out there, um, we never know what percentage of each step feeds and, and aids in our progress. So it's not for you to say, ah, I can skip that. Ah, I can leave some of that out. That's okay. I'll just dibble and dabble over here a little bit. And then I'll give all my all over here and then we're good. It doesn't work out that way. To get into your 100%, it's not for you. And so in what, if it's five, you know, five stages of life or five stages of the process and, you know, so for your math, right? How many? No, 20% each. Come on, follow me. To get your 100%, it's not for you to say, you know what? A, B, C, and D, and E, right? Is that five? Yeah. So like, you know, I'll give, 90% to stage A. I'm going to chill out from B to D. And then when I get to E, I'm going to get at last 10 and I'm straight. That's, it don't work like that. It does not work like that. The process is inevitable. So whatever is necessary to feed the progress throughout the process, you must take heed to it. You must take the reins, you know, like grab the ropes. Like you must participate in it actively. And, and truthfully, what makes it a little easier, doesn't make it much easier, like it's not very easy, but what, what, what aids again to your benefit, I'm gonna get to, like I said, sharing like a benefit to it, like I said, something I did today. Um, dang it, <laughs> I just hit it, it was about, I was about to spit it out. Uh, what, what aids to it though, oh, is your willingness, how willing you are and I, and I said in one of the promo videos for, for tonight's show was that, um, and I, I, I kind of try to stay away from like, go with the flow, like saying that. I think I live it, but it's hard to say it because it could be, uh, it, it can, it cannot be received, received so well, received the way it's intended, at least the way I ever intended, the way I really truly think we should intend and receive it, like, and, and do it, like all three. Um, because when we say go with the flow, it doesn't mean to just let anything, any old thing happen to you. It takes maturity to be able to understand or to understand, um, that as life happens, right. And I guess I know, I just said, you know, life happens to you. You should be an active participant. And we know there's a lot of uncontrollable, all of really all of life. <laughs> if we really think about it are, is full of, you know, uncontrollable factors. Just, 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 I, I don't know why I have this vivid picture of like standing in this, um, y'all know how, okay, think of like the newer Space Jam, shout out to LeBron, um, everyone, Don Cheadle, um, and, and oh my gosh, the young, young man's name that played his son, well, both of them, but the, you know, the main character one, um, really appreciate him, I feel like it's Dom, in, no, in the movie, his name was Dom, either way, uh, shout out to all of them, like each and every last, everybody, um, I really enjoyed it, and so, but like when they went into the, you know, com the computerized world, I don't know, I'm imagining that or just any other movie, I'm thinking of the movie Inside Out, 
like where they step into or like when you step into a brand or something and it's just blank it's just white and I think it's coming to mind because of why I'm connecting this I, I really don't know but maybe as I talk it out it'll, <laughs> it'll become clear but um at, like for my birthday I've been saying that I like I'm not sad mad depressed or upset like there are some things like I'm trying to figure out this is a side note I'll get back to it I promise um but for for my birthday like I said not necessarily feeling any of those emotions um and while I can still I still see and understand and, and think about things that you know would trigger not trigger but yeah I guess right so evaluating my process my progress that would or has triggered me um, in, a, in a negative way as far as like trying to figure out like my brother that passed, right? Really trying to wrap my head around. I've had like some harder days than, than today. Um, today's a much better day, but some harder days in the past week or so of trying to figure out like, well, I'm really about to have another birthday like without him, like he's not back yet. That's really what I've said. I've, I've literally said that. As a Christ believer and all, knowing and never questioning. I, there's some, some people that have passed and you really don't know what they want. Okay. Um, and we're not, truly, we're not even supposed to believe we know where anyone went. Uh, that man there, I know where he is, right? And that that's how that settles my heart, right? A lot of the times when I think about it. And so uh, still, though, having a moment, you know, of vulnerability and just questioning, like, where is, like, literally, just like, where's my brother? Like, where's my brother at? Right? Um, and so going through that and all, but eat, all of that to say that, um, I've had, so even not necessarily, still feeling that way and thinking about that, that having my thoughts a lot of the time, still not feeling like a sad, mad, depressed about my birthday, like not like an ugly or negative feeling. I've just really, my only sentiment toward my birthday leading up to it, and now it's just been E-N-H, period, E-N-H, period. And I see like this blank white screen, right, uh, or area or whatever, and it just is that's it. So back to this <laughs> point of where, you know, like I said, in just well, like in space, the new Space Jam or just uh, in that movie Inside Out or other movies where they've gone inside either the brain or the computer and it's just all blank until something comes about. Uh, I'm thinking of Wreck-It Ralph, uh, the one that breaks the internet, right? So before uh, they plug in and the Wi-Fi is connected, it's just totally blank. They're inside of the Wi-Fi and it's totally blank. Um, and so I think of, of that, right? And so um, and then, like I said, everything else comes about once everything's plugged in. And so you have all these different avenues and venues and ventures to take and all. And how do you make sense of it? It's so much. That's what life gets to be sometimes. There's, it's so much and it, that it feels to be too much. And so you don't give up. That's not the answer. Even when you feel like you want to. Even when you feel like you want to run away, I think I've had a day or two recently. Uh, yeah, very recently, <laughs> where I've you know said out loud and thought like oh, I would just run away. Like I would just. I I retired from motherhood in my mind the other day. Uh, <laughs> just uh, Cindy has won. Uh, she beat me up. She beat me up good. Definitely on Monday. Um, and so either way though, that it's just, it's a part of the process because we say it's part of life. Oh, it's what life, what comes about. It's what comes along with life. It's saying that it's a part of the process. And I think that if we, I th yeah, I think it's, I had to pause for a second to make sure I was going to say what I really feel that if we replace, I think anytime, so 
say sometimes, but if we replace the word life with process, I think that might help us a lot of us out. I truly believe that. If we, like I was saying earlier, if we, you know, as we compliment someone, as we are self-evaluating, uh, when we are in self-reflection, when we think about life, and even when it's, you know, life is hard, the process is hard. This process, you know, this process of mine, right? So this little life of mine, this little process of mine, like I, all of it, right? Re replace, that's a beat typically, that's your homework. Replace the word life with process. I see when that, that gets you in your self-reflection, in, in your spare, not spare time, in your self-time. Replace the word life with process and see where that gets you. Again, if you are reflecting on it and coming up with, you know, some great things that, you know, life or the process has, um, you know, brought about. Or even if you're reflecting on some areas of improvement. Um, or even if you are, you know, in the very lowest of low of loathing life at some point, you know, I think it'll help you to say that, you know, I loathe this process of mine. It's, it's a lot better. And I think it's a lot healthier to refer to, you know, how you feel, especially because our emotions can overtake us a lot of the times we're emotional creatures, not just me saying that as a woman, not just me saying that as a black person, not just me saying that as a mother, not just me saying that as what, whatever else, you know, all the other things I identify as, as an, I don't know, an entrepreneur, I don't, anything, like whatever else we can think of that'll be like, oh, of course you're emotional because you're a Pisces. Like we, as a human people, are emotional creatures, okay? We are. Yes, yes, sir, you back there. Yes, ma'am. Yep, you know, no, yes, you. Yes, they, it's them. Yes, all of you with all of your pronouns. Yes, he, she, it's they, them, and all in question, right? All of, all of that in between. You are a, an emotional creature. I was say a human creature. You are an emotional creature and it's okay. You're allowed to emote here on the B-Mix. You're totally allowed. I, I mean that. You're allowed to cry, scream, laugh, fart, whatever. Because <laughs> I think Putin is, is definitely an emotion. Um, that's neither here nor there. But <laughs> I'm a pooter. So I'm a sleep pooter. Definitely a sleep pooter. How do I know that? I don't know. I just, I just know that I am. I digress. But um, <laughs> I correct myself up. I got to cut it out. Uh, you're, you're allowed to emote, right? As a person. And as you emote, um, <laughs> again our emotions <laughs> kind of overtake us and so sometimes as I've said like I'm an emotional person because I feel whatever emotion all the millions of emotions that there are I feel whichever one I'm feeling to the hundredth degree and while I feel like that has sizzled out right so not necessarily be as true as I even want to think that it is um still sometimes my emotion like now like I'm just giddy like I was woo right more than I have been lately, like I said, shout out to that neck that I had. But um, as, so as I reflect on life or the process, it's better for me to attach my emotions to the process than to life. 
it will preserve your life to attach your emotions to the process that is inevitable, the process that happens within your life, through your life, with your life, to your life, for your life. The process that happens, the process that you are here to endure, that's your purpose. Your purpose is to endure the process that was pre-written for you. All right? Don't get me to, don't get me started. Y'all know. I absolutely love the, to remind myself often that God knew me well before even for me my mother's womb. It's my favorite. And if y'all didn't know that, surprise. Um, I, I quote it often, like the prayers and everything, like just to think about that, right? And so it's the same way as a mother. I think about taking my daughter you know, she was in heaven at some point, like, and just, and chose me, like, y'all had a meeting about me, and to me, you thought to, re- <laughs> to relinquish the responsibility of this young baby to me, got it, okay, so, you know, like, so just to think about that, and so it was pre-written for your life, and for your purpose um, to, to iron out, you know, for the process to iron out this way in your life, So that's for you to know when you are feeling at your lowest. It is for you to be reminded and tell yourself when you are feeling at your highest. When you're all of the other (laughs) phases and phrases and stages and places in between. Before and afterlife. Like it is the process, right? And so why I say that it's so important it's, it's vital to our progress within the process and throughout the process, right? Because progress isn't just at the end. Let's be very clear about that. No, you don't just make the progress at the end. You have checkpoints. Um, and mind you, as you uh, step up to take more of the reins in your life or your process, and, the, and you make these checkpoints, right? So in school, they're like, like standardized testing. And so, or just test in general, like quizzes or um, assessments and things. And so there, you know, that, that helps you like in a school setting to know that, okay, I go to this building or log on in these days <laughs> um, during set times or these particular days of the week. Um, and, you know, I'm looking forward to, you know, every Friday, there's an exam, every such and such, you know, quarterly or whatever I have of this or for work, you know, there's an evaluation, there is um, that's the word I'm looking for. Oh man, I can't even think of it. Um, oh well, okay. So there's um there's a something. Oh my gosh, I cannot even think of it. Oh my gosh, what is it? Oh, I'm gonna think of it. It's gonna come to me like in the middle of the night. I might have to just post in the page <laughs> on the BMX page to let y'all know what word I'm trying to think of right now. Um it's like right here. Oh my lord. Anyway, but uh that, you know, for work that there are just different, you know, benchmarks that you have to make that you have to set, um, that you have to meet uh, requirements and, and uh, qualifications and things of just the, of the quality of your work, who you are as a worker, right? So why do we, and I get, you know, okay, they pay me, got it, right? So I, I, without that being the answer, I pose this rhetorical question and I almost say rhetorical because, well, actually not really, you can absolutely call into the show um, and, and answer or comment as you are liking and sharing the show and this particular uh, week's show in general or in general and this particular week's show. Um, but you can absolutely, you know, respond to this, but you know, why else is it like that we, you know, show up for our work 
ourselves, right? So uh, for ourselves as a worker. And yeah, let me leave it there. Like why we can show up as an employer, I mean, as an employee, um, but not show up as our, for ourselves. And I get, again, outside of I'm getting paid for it. So that way I have the money to take care of my bills and take care of my needs and my wants and all that. And yada, yada, yada. Okay. So outside of that, why, how, what, what, what else makes us show up? Like, what is it? Is it integrity? I mean, I don't even want to give you possible answers, right? I just, I want you to chew on that, gnaw on that for a little bit and, and come back and report back about that. Like for ourselves, right? For me, my question really is why wouldn't I work on self? Why wouldn't I stay in my mind constantly, not stay in my mind, but constantly in my mind, why wouldn't I, you know, kind of just ask myself some things. Not beat myself up. We talked about that, being our worst critic, cut that out. Um, but, you know, in the same token, because as an evaluation, right, an assessment, so it's more structured, um, you know, critique of yourself, constructive criticism of yourself versus being your worst critic. I don't want to hear that no more, like from none of our mouths ever. Too many people have said this too many times for so long, for too long, right? And so for us to take the reins of our own lives, because there are too many of us still walking around giving so many other people and so many other entities the control over our lives, over our process when they do not have that. We're handing it over in what we say, in what we do, in what we don't do and what we choose not to care about, right? It's a choice, everything's a choice. Um, we're handing and relinquishing the power over our lives. The authority over our processes, I say processes as us in general, but over the process within our life, we're, we're handing that over to people and things. As you talk to people, have you ever talked to somebody that's just like, you know, because they, because they, because they, because they, because they, and it's, you know, they might be, they might be in the fight of their life as far as, you know, I'm trying to just do better and I want to do this and I need to. And so you, you challenge whenever you're in a situation like that, if you are the person, as you're already established, if you, they just need to vent or if they're looking for you to respond prayerfully in, in a situation like that, they're looking for, you know, a healthy response because they need to be a healthy one. Um, and your, your responsibility, your charge, if you ever find yourself in that is to guide them and, and help them get to a place of realizing that they have put so much responsibility on other people, but what are they doing for self? And a lot of, a lot of the times the answer is going to be, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know how I'm supposed to. And so it could be um, the, the challenging part and, and for you, you know, could, would be that, you know, if you have, or as you suggest things that then they, that's easily shut down because you have to realize that it's a, it's a turn of events that needs to take place where they realize that because they have given so much power to other places, people, things in their life, that when you suggest things that they can do for themselves, they automatically see what else in that scenario that someone else could do wrong, what could go wrong that someone else would do in that scenario. So if, if you suggest therapy, it could be, you know, hey, uh, my therapist has some openings or something, I kind of ask them, oh, no, 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 I don't, I don't like white men. Like it could just, it could be like, uh, that white men don't, you know, uh, uh, they don't identify with me. They don't relate to me at all. Like, okay. So then 
So now we're at ground zero. And so you get, you try to get someone to realize that, you know, we, we got to grow. We got to progress throughout this process. I don't want to see this process eat you alive because it will and it can. Right. For any of you out there, for you that is out there, I do not want to see the day that you take your last breath because we it's inevitable, right? Not wishing that is anytime soon, but we know it is inevitable. It is a it is actually one of the beautiful parts of life. Okay. Switch your mind around to, to, to wrap around that. Um and before that happens, so I would want to see you become your fullest self, the you that you were intended to be, to reach the place that you were intended to go. I mean that wholeheartedly. Um, I absolutely love what we, some words that we can cherish. Uh, Chadwick Boseman, uh, by, and, and, and that he talked about the fact that basically just he wanted to go to heaven if, you know, like they want to pour out everything that was poured in him out before he left. And I have said this before that I want to believe that that happened. Like the impact, there are so many people that pass away that have, I mean, in these past few years alone. Uh, but I mean, we just think over just the time that we have been alive, right? But just over the time of life, duh, that mankind, right? As, as long as nature has been about, people have passed away. And so there are many, many, many people that have passed away. And this is some honesty, okay? Not that I'm poking fun, but I think this is honesty that, that we should feel comfortable enough to have the uncomfortable conversation to state that there's some people that are not as memorable as others, right? Um, where we, even if we think about some of, uh, within our black history, let's stay there. Cause I don't want to get, I don't want y'all thinking I'm coming for nobody's, you know, favorite somebody that didn't pass. And if everybody don't know them, then that they don't matter. That's not what I'm saying. Just calm down. Um, but if we think about like in black history of where we will learn, um, we'll have, an, um, for example, use like Rosa Parks, right? And so we learned that, and I have to switch out of my head because my mother had me to watch uh, Medea's Homecoming, Lord have mercy. And so it's a whole thing about Rosa Parks, whatever on there. So I'm, I'm chuckling a little bit in my head, but I'm pushing through that to say this, that where we learn about Rosa Parks and then, and this proves the point that I don't even know the names of, but apparently that what she did and what we remember her for um, about the bus and, and and initiating the bus boycott and all that, that that actually took place with other people before her. And I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it's safe to assume that they had passed away and that we don't remember them for that. I'm not going to say that no one remembers them ever. I'm not saying that, but that we don't remember them for that. And so it's this, in that same, you know, concept of the fact that there aren't too many people that have, um, you know, essentially have passed that are not as memorable, I hope y'all get what I'm saying, uh, as others, um, and just in our everyday lives, right? Um, if you want, if, if you'll be so honest, so I said it's the beauty of being transparent, the beauty and vulnerability, uh, that if you'll be honest, that there are certain deaths that you have experienced that some really, really hurt really, 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 really hit. And there are others that did not for whatever reason, for whatever reason. It really doesn't even have to mean anything mean, nasty, or, or rude. You finished those veggies yet? 
Finish them up so you can have your brown, um, your, your, uh, your fudge muffins. Yeah, that's what they are, they're fudge muffins. She's trying to correct me. Um, so all of that to say, it is, it's so necessary for where you need to go for you to strip it all off, whatever the it is. Everything that you are holding on to, that you know that you've been wrestling with in your spirit, every person, thing, place, you know, every noun <laughs> in your life that you may or may, may have been wrestling with in your spirit, in your mind, in your heart to release, it's about that time to strip it. Just snatch, just snatch the bed. You've waited so long that it's okay to just snatch it now. You kind of picked at the band-aid long enough. That is time to just snatch it. Like you kind of try to pick it up off of there. Like, okay, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. It's peeling, it's pulling the hair, right? Um, mind you, I just want y'all to know I'm baby smooth on my hand right now. Feeling a little stuff coming back, but I ain't gonna tell you all how I'm feeling myself. So when I did that, I was like, ooh. <laughs> clear moving on um but it's it's just about that time when you wait so long for something I don't know. <laughs> let me tell you all this horrible analogy is what that just popped into my mind because this is the way my brain works so there this is tmi and i'm just here to welcome you to be tmi with me that i i don't know if it's recent because i have i've been learning uh in my old age now <laughs> We're not old, but I refer to myself as old. Um, not to wait so long, like in using the restroom, right? But I'm thinking about at some point in time in life that I knew that it was a guarantee that if I waited too long, if I held my, like if I had to pee, right? If I had to pee, if I held it so long, then whenever I finally went to the bathroom, then automatically I had to poop too. Like it just got doubled from a trouble, right? And so why that analogy popped up about, Oh, we're here. We're making this point. I have no clue, but I had to share it because it came across my mind. Um, but because you waited so long, you know, to rip the band-aid, to, you know, detach yourself, to better yourself, because you have to see it that way. Whatever detachment you need to do, you need to make, uh, whatever removals you need to make from your life is all about bettering yourself. You are you are not to be doing anything. Everything is about being intentional. Everything, everything, everything that you do in life henceforth is to be intentional. And guess what? The, the beauty of that is it makes me think about God, about how he really allows us to mess up. And that still doesn't mess up our, 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 our you know, our elevation, right? Our, our glow up. Um, that even being so intentional about everything. As we say everything, but we're not the God of everything. We serve the God of everything, but we're not. Um, so it still includes the, the in-betweens where it's like, oh, I did something that wasn't really intentional. Like, well, you got to call your girl and be like, girl, uh, I messed up. Right. That was not intentional. Okay. But right before that, you had a great productive intentional day. Right after that moment, you got back to having a great productive intentional day. Like, it includes all of that. It's all inclusive. Intentionality is all inclusive. Got a couple of them this week, right? Um, intentionality 
what I just say? I didn't forget, but I should be typically. <laughs> um, it's, it's so important. I cannot drive this home enough. And I don't even know why I just won't leave from here. Um, I had a couple notes, not a lot of them. Um, but it's just so important for us to, to take the reins back. I've had too many conversations recently where it's a lot of us that still are giving the power and the authority of our own lives to other people. And truth be told, is we do it so easily. We almost do it effortlessly simply because the power of life and tongue, uh, the life and death is in the tongue. Or life and death is in the power of the tongue. There we go. Forgive me. I misquoted all of it. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. What you speak is what shall be. And for my believers and non-believers, God gave us power and authority in something that all of us have. We all have a tongue. Shout out to anybody that's out there that doesn't have a tongue. Sorry. Uh, we have a tongue, right? And, the, and what the tongue represents. The tongue represents our voice, right? It represents what we taste. So what it is that we take in. You can eat something and not taste it. Actually, well, you can eat something. Okay, the process is inevitable. Follow me. When you put something into your mouth, it's inevitable that you're, there's going to be a taste. What it can be is if like if it's bland food, then it's tasteless and you're able to acknowledge that because, hey, I, my, it's hitting my taste buds and I am getting no taste from it. Or I am getting um, an unpleasant, I'm receiving a, a sense of unpleasant taste from this thing, this beverage, this food, we'll leave it there. <laughs> anyway, so the point is of what you're receiving into your life, what you are listening to, right? What you're hearing, uh, what you receive um, in all, all aspects of life, um, it is to be sifted out. It is to be evaluated, it is to be assessed. Are you assessing what it is that comes about or are you just letting things come about? Oh, something went wrong. Oh, my Lord. And, and the thing is, that's why I said about the statement of going with the flow. Does it mean just kind of like lying there? That, that's why I try to stay away from them because I know that that's what people easily associate with go with the flow. I've always struggled with that because I know I am a go with the flow kind of person, but it means that I am doing the internal work. Things come about, if I'm at a desk, things come across my desk, I'm evaluating and assessing and processing everything by nature i've just done it for so long it's just it is who i am as a person it's it's in my spirit it's embedded in me to do so no one has taught me that you know things have been taught and impressed upon me throughout my walk of life right throughout throughout my process um that i've you know internalized sure but it's because it fed what was already there. So it linked to what was already there. Just like if you feel as though you don't, you only have a little, give God your little and let him make it much. Like just, it's a process in everything because the process is inevitable. I cannot drive that home enough. And it's why we have to be, maturity makes us hear or helps us to hear that because the process is inevitable, it's not for me to just say, oh, okay, well, to hell with it. Truth be told, is what a lot of us want to say. Again, because in sometimes life gets so hard that you just want to just take your hands off of it. And in some ways, in some parts of the process, that is what you're, you know, supposed to do. Is the I'm supposed to give everything to God, 
in, in, in prayer anyway, right? Um, but faith without works is dead too, right? So it's just, it's always, it's figuring that out. And so what you're to do is to look and lean to him. Y'all, I just, I don't know, this is, this is just what <laughs> was supposed to come out today. Cause I tell you, I know where I was going with this today. Um, and because I'll, I'll even share, truthfully, so before we get out of here, I'll share the two, two, only have two points. Uh, and a question to pose, do you think grace comes after the end of a thing? And how about if I was answering it? <laughs> because I love how sometimes when I, and I've talked about this before, that when I write these notes and when I prepare the show, um, it then takes me to get back into that space, that mind space. Um, for the time of the show, right? So I might have like really banged out some notes. God may have, you know, given me a divine a download, and I'm just like, oh yeah, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. What else, God? Okay, like just thumb it, right? Getting it down. This is me texting and writing it down. Um, and then I get right before the show, just like, okay, so, <laughs> so it's it's a, it's a process that I too often don't uh feed enough whatever you feed will grow um and if you don't feed it what will it do die and i sure as heck do not want the vmix to die um i've invested too much time money and efforts literally because i'm looking forward to uh my trademark being official should be this year actually so um anyway that's just the vmix alone Shout out to uh, the Blagacy brand that's right behind it. Moving on. Um, but yeah, so if I was to answer this, um, because I'm in a different mind space, I, I actually gave the answer earlier, truthfully, um, that I said when I talked about progress. Progress does not come at the end of the thing. You want a hug? Okay. You just want to get on. Hi. Yeah, she can say hi. Somebody... Um, looks different than they went to school. Uh-oh. There we go. Look at it. Look at your hair. You look beautiful. Hey. Hey, everybody. Hi, everybody. Hey, everybody says bye. Um, <laughs> that, you know, when I talked about progress earlier, that it does not come at the end. Progress is a benchmark. Oh, no. Progress comes after evaluation. You have to evaluate a thing. You have to evaluate yourself um, in order to figure out if something, um, you know, if, if you've made that progress, if, if something has changed, if something is different, because it has, but in order for you to be able to recognize that. Thank you. Give me kisses right back. Um, that um, it's for you, like I was saying earlier, of the, the, the part where you decide, you know, where you check in with yourself and it should be often how about that so that way you can feed yourself positive reinforcement often because you have evaluated every so often right you should be self-reflecting often like i'm gonna drive that home um so that way you're able to tell yourself and, and recognize your own you know progress your own efforts even if it's like you know what i ain't really made no progress here but guess what i put forth my best to get you know to be a little better and that right there is progress the the idea i congratulate people and, and honor people um just in the idea of 
them, you know, even thinking about or coming to the realization of, you know, making a change or putting forth some effort towards something, you know, for the, for the greater good, for their own good, you know, like it's a what process that is what inevitable, a lot of repetitive or a lot of repetition tonight. I get it. I know. I felt and heard myself <laughs> repeated. I don't think it's because I was ill-prepared. I think that it was necessary. I think it's meant for someone every every time for the show. Mommy, yes. Um, I I pray. I pray for the show. And I pray that it is received. One, I, I'm always thankful. Thankful for the opportunity, the platform, the trust to come before God's people. Whether you believe in or not, there's people, it's fine. That's how God, how great he is. Um, and it's, good. it's not going to sit down on your buns as, as low as you want it to. Um, and <laughs> I, <laughs> I I thank him for, for the opportunity. Uh-huh. You would like to take it down so that way you can. Okay, please. Okay. Um, you know, like I said, I'm thankful and grateful for, for the opportunity. And then I always ask for whatever is said or what, first of all, whatever it needs to be said to be said, and then for it to reach who it is that it was intended for, whether it is during the live show, if it is the replay, as you all like share and comment and all afterward, um, and that, you know, it pierces the heart, mind and spirit, like I said, of those that it was intended for. And I'm just assuming that the repetition for tonight is someone needed it. Might even be me. Listen, I might need to go back and there we go. There you go. Let's cook it. Remember how when we grew up and like to want to do something like this, we'd get fussed at like, you're bad. I really enjoy defying, you know, just some of the conditions that we came up with. Um, because it's unnecessary. Like we let them explore, let them be themselves. Yeah, good job. Got it. Ooh, you did it. Good job. Ooh, look at you. Um, yes. Okay. For now, do you just want your scooter? And so, because I would have to get up and really like interrupt the show. And I don't want to do that. I can hand you your scooter though. Yeah. Okay. 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 Here we go. Say bye. 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 <laughs> okay. There you are. Bye. Yes. Smothering. That's all. Um. Here you go, baby. You're welcome, Um. Uh oh. Knocked over your keyboard. A lot of stuff right here. Yeah. <laughs> you have been. Put that together. Okay. So anyhow. Um. So does grace come after the end of a thing? Uh, I think the answer, the better answer, I was first I'm actually about to say no, but the better answer is it should not. Grace should not come after the end of a thing because we have ample opportunity, um, depending on choice, to, to grant grace, grant ourselves grace, grant grace unto others, as grace is given unto us, right? We mess up all the time. We are mess ups. Okay. I won't put it on you. I'll claim myself. I am a mess up 99.9999997% of the time. There's something I'm doing and have said and done wrong. 
here I am though, presenting myself always like a jokingly say, so there's some truth behind every joke. Then I'll be like, oh yeah, something I'm perfect. <laughs> right? Knowing that no one is perfect. Made in someone's perfect image, that being the most high. Um, and so grace coming after the end of a thing, not necessarily. So uh it shouldn't, but but it can. Complicated response, right? Uh, that's just like how closure can come after death. It's not the only closure. Don't get me wrong. I don't want nobody thinking death. They don't want you out here wishing, you know, death upon no ex best friend or nothing. Like, calm down. Okay. Uh, but closure can come after death in, in a way, in a sense. And it, it's just possible. It is possible because of even, even if we feel as though, so if someone passed, right? Someone not necessarily close to you, but maybe close in proximity, close, you know, physically, but not necessarily emotionally or mentally or spiritually. Um, and they pass. And so maybe it's even someone that you wanted a relationship with, yearned a relationship with, and it just never happened for whatever reason, right? So all, a whole bunch of different scenarios that could be why that is the case. And then they pass. And maybe you find out or that you, maybe they were on your mind, you know, for the time that you find out that they passed. Um, and then you have to process that. You have to, you know, go through that grieving process, right? So it's processes within the process. That's why I said the process is inevitable. Might as well make it a good one. Do the best that you can. Feed it too much positivity, which is not a thing. Um, yes. Okay. Give me a second. Oh, look at you. And ballerina on the scooter. Good job. Um, so, you know, if that's the scenario, as you, while they were on your minds, maybe that was the preparation, right? For you to release them physically. And then for you to gain that closure spiritually and mentally and emotionally, um, obviously would come after this physical death. Um, and there was this emotional preparation, this spiritual preparation, even this mental preparation that you may not have. And it's no foul to you because you would not have known, like, we don't always, I don't, I don't know if anyone did, like, you don't necessarily pick up to be like, oh, this person has been on my mind. Um, and then you find out that they pass and be like, oh, that was me supposed to be releasing that. Like you didn't think of it that way. And so a lot of, a lot of times I know people have like held on to that because like, oh, I should have called them. I should, okay, sure. You could have, and that's okay. Okay, cool. And then what else though? Would you have been able to prevent their death? Are you then personifying um, and, and, and taking on the role as God that you, you know, rule over life and death? You do not. You do not, my friend. You do not. Life and death is in the power of your tongue, but you do not have the power and authority over life or death. That is what you do not have. You are to yield that to the great idea. Okay. Um, and I don't know about anybody else. I don't want their response. I do not want that responsibility that is why it is a sin if we take life right just saying you gotta make sense of things and so um but where like closure comes after death is just in that uh, scenario such as that one and it's for you to make the best of what it is that you can you did not have control over this person passing away um you could not have ever had even if you did take heed to, you know, why are they on my mind and on my spirit this much? Maybe I should reach out to them because it makes sense to you in the natural if you have not really had a relationship, even if you yearned one, right, with this with said person. 
um, and, and that you did not think to, you know, say, oh, they're on my heart and spirit. Let me reach out. Like it just, it made sense in the natural, like, yeah, okay. They're on my mind. Okay. I processed it, I guess, or maybe suppressed it. Okay. And kept it moving. And it's not, that's not for you to wear, you know, to beat yourself up to be your worst critic and to wear that heavily and to be like, oh, I should have got it. That's where you erase the shoulds and shoulda from from your vocabulary, from your life, from your process. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I want you to eat your broccoli so you can have your brown muffins. Chew it up, thank you. I see how long we've been on the show and somebody's still been eating broccoli. Working on it. Working on it, mother of a toddler over here. Keep me lifted in prayer, please, and thank you. So, uh, the benefit of of being vulnerable. I have been asked now for a couple years. Ooh, has it been four years? Wow. Okay, so a couple years, quite quite a few years, um, to speak to a group of medical students, and um, it's funny because it always seems to happen around my birthday. As a, as a particular program um, of this, I've been asked, and I mean, I'm always re- received with so much gratitude, with I don't so much appreciation. And if you let me tell it, all I'm doing is telling my story, my experience. And here it is. You know, I have a whole book, you know, about that. Right, a second one um, coming soon still about my stuff and that I received so much good feedback and here it is I think so light of it like oh I'm just I'm just talking about my stuff it's something that I wore and worked through you know and today was a little different than any other time because I was actually walked through where so it was virtual um and actually even before COVID it's always been virtual yeah because it's yeah because there's so many of them so I know at least today's group was 150 and um, so like a paid, you know, speaking gig and just to talk about my stuff, to talk about me, you know, my testimony, my, my story to be asked certain questions, um, to help them as up and coming, you know, uh, medical professionals, uh, to, to connect what it is that they've learned, um, as far as, and I'm sorry, in, in regards to like mental health, mental health treatment, um, and, and I'm ever so grateful because if I were to be the person that I often want to think that I am, as far as being a very private person, which I am still technically, um, but I'm a I'm a very balanced person, very private, but open, <laughs> like free spirited, but bless you, but conservative, like l- you know, liberal and conservative, like all of that. So moderate. I don't I don't know. Like I really don't identify. Hence the show. Like everyone that just does not belong anywhere, you know. To to the church world, I'm worldly. To the world, I'm churchy. To, you know, my family, I'm this. To my friends, I'm that. Like, just to Benia, I don't know. Like, just, and then to God of everything. Like, just, just, just balanced. <laughs> just right in the nook, all of that. And so, um, if you let me tell it, you know, maybe I would be the person around to talk myself about it. Like, oh, no, there's no way, uh-uh. And here I am, so always so happy to hop along and to do this one because I'm moved and honored and humbled by just the idea of like why why y'all would think you would want you know me to talk about my stuff and to articulate 
you know, what it is that I've gone through, but okay. And you think that it'll help you too? Like, okay, like, sure. Um, and so I do it and I've done it. And today, uh, like I said, it um, was different than any of the other times because uh, all of them have been virtual. And then this time I was walked through like where um, the students like met and watched and y'all, I, I kid you not, like, I'm not, I promise I'm not letting it go to my head, but I'm trying to explain to y'all. I'm like how it went. It definitely gave like someone actually joked and was just like, you're like celebrity status, like walking through so many, like, thank you, thank you so much. Oh my goodness. Like lit light flake faces lighting up, like <coughs> excuse me. Hi, oh hi, there she is. It's her. It's like what it's me. Like it's, it's just me. Calm, calm down. Uh, but I'm I'm grateful for the experience. Like and still like in my mind, just like, okay, I'm learning how to accept this. Like, I don't, I don't know. I think I'm meant for a celebrity status. Like everybody chill out. It's just me. Um, and I appreciate just my, you know, my demeanor of, of being home. Cause I don't think I would ever want to get the big head. Like I would never want to be like, yep. Mm-hmm, praise me. Like, no, 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 no. It's beneficial to open myself up to being as vulnerable as I can, because if nothing else, it exudes strength. I've known that I'm strong probably all my life. It still took and takes a level of confidence for me to sit in that though. I know at some point I used to struggle with saying that I'm strong, even though in my mind, I knew that I was in my eyes, just looking at what it is that I was either currently at that moment dealing with um, over and over again, or, or no, or even looking back and thinking back to things that I had, you know, gone through and dealt with. Um, and then what my, not even disposition, what my demeanor, you know, would be. So like right now, you know, just me thinking back, I think of just like, yeah, okay. But if I really think deeply into my stuff, it would, you know, probably take me to a place like probably weeping. I don't know. I'm not sure. But vulnerability exudes strength. It takes a certain level of confidence to believe, a higher level to even hope, and oh God, the ultimate level of confidence to trust. And so, so many of us walk around proudly, in a sense, uh, preaching that, you know, we, we, I got trust issues. I don't trust nobody. I, don't try, I got it. I hear you loud and clear because I said we. So I included myself, all inclusive here, right? Without recognizing that it is essentially conveying, like, literally living on display our weakness weaknesses it is hear me okay because i know i just might be it is weak-minded to choose never to trust because it is a band-aid over an open wound so you think of an open wound. I'm even thinking of laying uh, a, um, a sheet over a hole. And 
something along the lines because life and process happens. It's inevitable. So something is going to walk across this, right? This path. When another scenario, so if the whole comes from dating or the, no, if you're in dating, but the whole comes from family, whatever the case may be, uh, and the womb, the whole womb, and here's this new relationship, new opportunity that's walking by, they're bound to what? Fall in. And what happens? Do you, are you even able to evaluate because you never evaluated it to recognize that to acknowledge that there is a hole or wound and to recognize the source of this hole and wound in order to do the necessary work that it would take to pull this new scenario, new situation, new opportunity, new person, new you, new version of you, whatever, out of this hole. Are you able to do that? It takes work. A part of the work is being vulnerable because that's the strength. That's the inner strength that you get to pull from when you need to apply it to these new scenarios and situations that come about. Don't be weak. Don't be weak-minded. Trust. If nothing else, trust the God that you serve and ask for him to help you to trust yourself. I talked about this a while ago that I was in a place and had been in a season where God showed me that I could not even trust myself. And now I'm working to do just that, to trust myself, to trust my intuition because it's tied directly to him. And I've had to do what? Take heed and yield to the process that is happening in and around and with and for and to my life. Because the process is inevitable. Okay? Got it? We good? I know. Okay. Well, Cindy said yes. So we're good. I love you. And I mean that. I mean that I love you. And I'm so proud of your progress. And I look forward to seeing even more of it. Trust yourself. Be strong enough to trust yourself. And if you can't trust yourself, trust the God that you serve, okay? The process is inevitable. Process, replace life with process and see what it does for you. That's your homework. I love you. I'm out of here, I promise. Have a beautiful process tonight. Until next time, peace. <laughs> Thank you.